Welcome to our weekly podcast, The Art of Wealth Unbroken. We provide our listeners with insights and proven strategies to protect the wealth they've built against poor financial planning, investment mistakes, global and national economic conditions, and governmental policies. We discuss the topics in finance, retirement, and politics that are on your mind, giving you certainty in uncertain times. These discussions can help you make better informed decisions so you can make better financial choices with the wealth you've built and are continuing to grow. Our hosts are Stacey Andrews, Registered Financial Consultant, and Michael Wallen, Certified Financial Planner. I'm John Jagay, and for our topic today, guys, we're going to discuss some of the safe growth vehicles for that safe money bucket we've talked about in previous episodes. Hello, Jag. Hello, Stacy. As you mentioned, in past shows, we vary at a high level cursory uh, commentary. We've talked about the bucket approach and we've looked at multiple different levels of how you would use that. For today's show, we're going to be looking at the bucket approach of where you have your money that's allocated in each of the different buckets, the different time horizons, and the different uh, levels of risk that you should have associated with each of those buckets. Now, Jag and Stacy, that first bucket, we don't want a lot of risk on it. It's money we're going to be dependent upon in a one to two, maybe three year time horizon. And we really want to mitigate the amount of risk, especially risk associated with the market. Now, the second bucket, we got a little bit longer time horizon. That might be that two or three year up to four to five year time horizon. We can apply a little bit more risk. We know that, you know, as market cycles have happened, typically we've seen a correction out of the market uh, in that two to three year time period. So we can associate a little bit more risk on it. But again, got to be mindful. We're going to be dependent upon that bucket in a mid duration or mid time period. The third bucket is our longer duration bucket. That bucket's going to be out there typically that eight to 10 year down the road. Uh, So you can associate more of a full market cycle amount of risk on that money. So for today's conversation, we're going to be talking about bucket number two. That's right, Mike. Uh, Yesterday, I was having a discussion with a client that right now is sitting very heavy cash. He's not the only one. You and I had a conversation this morning. Uh, You're talking with clients, same thing. And the good thing about that is, yes, they have eliminated all the market risk for that money. Unfortunately, though, and we have discussed this in prior episodes, that in this current environment of high inflation, that money is at risk because it is probably going to lose about 10% of its value this year due to inflation. On July 13th, June inflation numbers were released. They came out at 9.1%. So that number keeps going up. So money that is sitting there in bank accounts, in a money market account, that's really doing nothing, is still losing value. And that needs to be addressed. And that's a concern that many clients have today. So if this is money that a person two to five years down the road is going to tap into, what tools are out there that could help at least give them some growth on their money? Maybe it's not going to keep up with inflation per se, but, you know, some growth would be nice, right, guys? You know, that's a great question, Jag. That's the questions that we're fielding each day from clients as they're calling in. And it can really be a balancing act between how much risk do we take? uh, Because we know that in short period of time, that it's going to be what a client is living off of. So we want to make sure that we don't expose that money to unnecessary amounts of risk, over amounts of risk that causes them to have really a squeeze on their household budget. Now, 
there are three vehicles that we feel good that would be a fit for this bucket two type of money uh, that that person is looking for for safe growth versus letting it sit in a bank or a money market account. As with everything, there are pros and cons to each, and we should touch on each of these as well. Uh, The first is the certificate of deposit. The second is a MIGA, or what we refer to as a multi-year guaranteed annuity. And the third is a buffered ETF or buffered note. Stacy, do you want to talk about the pros and cons of of the CD? Yeah, sure, Mike. So a CD, uh, everybody is very familiar with this. It's a very popular product. We all know about it. Banks offer them. They're very easy to acquire. There are pros and cons. The pros of a CD is that they can be a safe, secure way to set aside money to help you meet your future goals, both near-term and long-term. Another benefit or pro to a CD is that it's gonna likely offer a higher interest rate than a savings account, a high-yield savings account, or a money market account. The returns are virtually guaranteed. Everybody likes that today. And you can use that to easily estimate how much your money is going to grow over time. And then you can also use a laddering strategy with CDs that can help you leverage changing interest rates and create liquidity in your portfolio. Some of the cons of a CD are that banks, credit unions, places that offer them can penalize savers with surrender charges if you withdraw CD funds before the date of maturity. CD rates may not be high enough to keep up with inflation. We know that any safe growth vehicle right now is likely not gonna do that just because of where inflation rates are at. CDs uh, offer less liquidity than savings accounts, money markets accounts, or checking accounts, so that might be a concern. And then uh, one of the final cons here is that taxes are paid on the interest that is paid out each and every year. And just to be clear, these are CDs that are still accurate, certificates of deposit in the bank as the former radio DJ, not the form of music CD that have gone by the way of the dodo, just to be clear on this. <laughs> that is a good point, Jig. Let's talk about the second one on the list next, Mike, the MAGA, M-Y-G-A, multi-year guaranteed annuity. What is that? A multi-year guaranteed annuity is, while very different from a CD, uh, in many ways they have the same pros and cons, um, and they're quite similar. With a MIGA, it's issued by an insurance companies. They're also safe. They're a secure way to set aside money for your financial goals. Uh, typical duration of those is going to be a three-year up to a 10-year duration. Um, a benefit to a MIGA over a CD is that often you can lock in higher interest rates and it definitely beats a savings account or a money market account. And when you're using a MIGA, you get tax deferred income. Uh, they're backed by very large insurance companies. So you do get a contractual obligation from the insurance company. Uh, returns are guaranteed and you can easily estimate exactly what you're going to grow. You know, when you go into that contract, if it says you're going to get 4% for five years, you're locking in that return. You're going to get that payment. It's going to be applied to your interest. And after five years, you're out of surrender. You can take that money and do something else with it. As with a CD, you can also create laddering strategies with MIGAs that can help you leverage changing interest rate environments and create liquidity uh, when you become dependent upon those resources to meet part of your income needs. Now, 
I've told you all about the bloom on the rose, but we also got to talk about the thorns. So MIGAs also have some cons. It is a time commitment. For instance, you know, as we said, it could be anywhere from three to 10 years. There will be surrender schedules on those. So you know that if you take your money out early, you know exactly what that penalty is going to be, but it is going to cost you to get out of that contract early. And they have a little thing in there called a market value adjustment on a lot of these accounts, which means that if bond rates are going the opposite direction uh, for the insurance carrier, you're going to participate in those additional expenses to the insurance carrier. Another con of a MIGA is that they are not FDIC insured, whereas CDs may be FDIC insured. At Optivize Advisory Services, they combine the expertise of their seasoned professionals in financial planning, tax, legal, and investment to assist their clients in achieving the lifestyle they've always dreamed of. Through their proprietary InfoRight system, they address each of the 10 pillars in their planning process. Investment, retirement income, tax, social security, education, health care, personal care, charitable, legal, and wealth transfer. Their comprehensive approach brings certainty in uncertain times. To receive your free Arc of Life report, you can visit the website artofwealthunbroken.com. Again, artofwealthunbroken.com. Or call 855-378-1806. The information will be in our show notes. 855-378-1806. The Arc of Life report will show you how to each of the 10 pillars in the InfoRight process connects together to form your unique personal financial canvas. Well, that brings us to the final vehicle uh, that you had mentioned earlier, Mike, and that is a buffered ETF or a buffered note, a structured note, it's sometimes called. Uh, there's a number of different buffered products out there. They're gaining quite a lot of popularity. And this is a product that Michael and I both really like. What I'm going to do here in today's show, I'm going to touch on the pros and the cons like we did with the other two vehicles. But on the next show, we are going to take a deeper dive into these buffered products because we think that these could be a great fit for a number of clients and their portfolios. So the pros to a buffered product. First, it aims to protect investors against significant downside moves to the market of up to 30% over a 12-month period of time. If you look at historical returns over time since 1975, there are only two instances where in any 12-month rolling period that the market has been down more than 30%. So the majority of the time, these things come out very, very strong. They're making clients money. And most importantly, they're not losing clients money. Uh, the second pro to it is that uh, it gives opportunities for returns that can be both what a CD offers and what MIGAs offer. They are designed to mute the volatility caused by turbulent markets. We all know what that is right now. Here's a great one. They're 100% liquid and they are easy to access if you are using the right products. The products that Mike and I use are very accessible and we want clients to have access to their funds and they can be highly customized. It's not a cookie cutter approach that is taken. It's not a one size fits all. There's, there's moves and things that you can do within these and how they're, they're layered into a client's portfolio that makes them very customizable. But onto the thorns, as Mike had mentioned last time around. So there are cons to it. With a buffered product, you are not protected 100% against the loss. As I mentioned, 
there have been a couple occurrences where it has been down more than 30%. And we will get into that in the next show. Uh, growth opportunity with a buffered product is capped. So while they give you downside protection, they are going to limit your growth potential because of that downside protection that they offer. And then because of how they're structured, one of the things is they do not receive dividend payments within that product. Yeah, one of the things that I mentioned yesterday, Stacy, to a client is if we go back to November 2021, we were hitting a peak point in the market. Uh, today, as we're doing this recording, the market from that peak point down to where we are today is probably about uh, 25 to 26 percent. And talking about a buffered product that gives downside protection of another 30 percent, because as you go into these products, you're buying in on that date at the end of that month. And so if you start from where we are today and you bought into a buffered ETF, you're talking about a 30% protection on the downside. The market actually would have had to have gone down 56% from peak to trough before you would actually experience any losses. So it is a great tool uh, for individuals, mostly when we're looking at that second bucket of money. And again, it's not a cookie cutter approach. It's not the right solution for everybody. We're not making a recommendation that individuals run out, meet with an advisor and buy buffered ETFs. But I think that it does warrant some discussions. If your feelings you're having today is to rush out, sell out of all of your equity positions, sell out of your bond positions and sit in cash, when we know you're losing at least 10% buying power in doing that, this is an alternative to be able to look out and say, hey, do I still want to be there when the market recovers and benefit from some of that upside potential while also leveraging with some downside protection? That is exactly right, Michael. Our planning process is centered around making sure that once you reach retirement, whatever age that is, that you do not run out of money. We want your wealth and your income to not be broken and fall apart because of poor planning or poor strategies that have you running out of money when you are most reliant on that. This has been a really good discussion today, guys. And again, we're gonna dive into the buffer ETFs in depth next week as you teased, Stacy. In the meantime, if somebody wants to come talk to Stacy and Michael and the team at Optivize, best ways to go, best ways to do that, visit our website, artofwealthunbroken.com or give them a call, 855-378-1806, 855-378-1806. The link and phone number will be in our show notes wherever you're listening as well. You can feel free to check that out. And gentlemen, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Jack. Investment advisory services are offered through Optivize Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Optivize only transacts business in states where it is properly licensed or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. 